everybody. Good to see you Thursday night. Got a lot to cover. I think I put, as I told my my tech guy right before for the title of this, we're standing for the truth in the midst of lies and liars. You know, we got lots of people going with mask mandates right now. Publix just went. Walmart went. Uh, Target went. Lots of other people. You know, lots of people are going. States, the state of Alabama just went with the entire state. Just went with a mask mandate. All this stuff is lies. I just wanted to read something to you to start right off here. This is from Thomas Massey. He's a congressman out of Kentucky. And listen, if you don't follow this guy, Thomas Massey, and I'm talking about big time congressman, not state congressman. He's in, on Capitol Hill. Thomas Massey's his name. He's a real conservative in every way, real conservative, fiscal conservative, social conservative. But he wrote this a little while back. This is on the 4th of July. He tweeted out, there is no authority in the Constitution that authorizes the government to stick a needle in you against your will or force you to wear a face mask or track your daily movements. Keep that in mind. He also wrote, can you imagine the signers of the Declaration of Independence submitting to any of these things? And listen, we shouldn't be submitting to any of these things. And I'm again, I, I like to reiterate this so they don't kick me off social media. I am not calling for violence. Don't go into Walmart or Publix or Target. Target just put in their mask mandate. I think Publix starts on the 21st. Walmart starts on the 20th. I don't know when Target starts, but most of them are requiring masks. Now, don't go in there and cause a disturbance. There's no point. It's private property. They can do whatever they want to do. It's stupid. Just because you have the right, you know, and you have the right to be stupid doesn't mean you have to actually take advantage of it. But all these stores are doing that choosing to be stupid, but don't go in there and cause a problem. There's ways around it. You, I won't get into those tonight. There's ways around HIPAA laws. And, you know, for me, I don't want to go in any area where I'm constricting 20% of my oxygen. So that for me is a violation of my own health principles and my own health. So I wouldn't wear a mask for that reason, because I don't want to suck in 20% less oxygen than I need. I have a giant head to begin with. I got to oxygenate this brain. So, I mean, you know, it's just crazy. This stuff, I mean, it's absolutely crazy. We're going to get deep down into it tonight like we always do all the latest stuff, all the latest ridiculousness. Just to give you the usual uh, coronavirus update, and then I'm going to say hi to a couple people over here. Out of 8 billion people, again, this is from Worldometer, and you're like, Tom, you do this every time. I update it every time. I go to the, the latest numbers for every show. So out of 8 billion people on planet Earth, and again, this is out of Worldometer, which is funded by the United Nations, which United Nations and also funded by the World Health Organization. So these numbers are skewed, but even their numbers that tell a very uh, important story, one that actually in some ways illustrates the truth. The total numbers of deaths isn't true. Those are all been inflated worldwide, been caught inflating these death numbers all over the world. But at Worldometer, out of 8 billion people, again, it's hard to get these numbers in your brain. It's hard to actually think of these numbers and put them into terms because we don't deal in billions. We're lucky if we ever deal in hundreds of thousands. So out of 8 billion people on planet Earth, currently there are 59,000 serious to critical cases of COVID. Out of 8 billion people on planet Earth, that's their pandemic. That's why the governor of Alabama just decided to go, you know, institute a mask mandate. That's why Publix, 
Walmart and Target right here locally in Florida all just issued their mask mandates. It's not just locally in Florida. It's for every one of their stores nationwide. They have a mask mandate now all because of this. 59,000 people out of 8 billion have a serious to critical case of COVID right now. 99% of all cases of COVID, 99% of all cases are COVID of COVID are mild. But currently right now on planet earth, you're like, there has to be millions. All of the goofball, the one, the people that drive me the craziest are the people who should know better. If you watch this show, you know, that's what drives me the, the craziest are people that know better or should know better. You know, people that are out there saying, you know, I've got a friend that wears a mask and I've got friends that don't wear a mask. I've got friends that believe in a mask. I got friends who don't believe in a mask. I'm good with everybody. You, you know what you are? You're a capitulating liar. That's all that you are. If you're somebody like that, you're a spineless liar. You're a spineless little ankle grabber. That's all that you are because you will not stand up to the truth. Masks are complete are a complete falsehood. They do not work at all. But just think of that. Think about it on the world scale. 8 billion people. You'd think there would have to be millions of people with a serious to deadly case of COVID, right? No, there's 59,000 total worldwide. That's where we're at right now. Oh, there's new cases and new cases. Do you realize that as everybody's spewing out new cases, new cases, new cases up here, new hospitalizations up here, the, the number of positive cases have gone up this percentage, number of positive cases have gone up that percentage. Do you realize since the peak of COVID, the peak of COVID in April, that the death rate for COVID-19 in the United States is down 92%, eight, 92%, 8% is left, 92% and everybody's talking about new cases. You know why nobody's dying? Because the young are getting it. The young have already had it. They're test- it's either you have it or you had it. They're calling, counting them all as positive tests. And they're testing people over and over again. Employers send employees in to get tested day after day after day. And each test is counted as a positive or a negative. They're not counting it as one person. So if a person goes in and gets tested Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, they test negative. All right, that's four negative tests. They put that in. If Monday through Friday, they test positive. Those are four positive tests, not four people testing positive. And that's what I, like in Florida right now. It's like 230,000 positive test positive uh, cases of, of COVID. People have tested positive COVID. Those are 230,000 cases, not 30, not 230,000 people. Those are 230,000 tests, not 230,000 people. There's way more than that. I've already had COVID anyway, somewhere in the neighborhood of 2 million in the state of Florida. It's six to 13% of the population, according to all studies say that that six to 13% of the population has or have, or has had COVID. So in the state of Florida, it'd be 2 million. So you can test as much as you want. Eventually you're going to get to that number of about 2.1 million people. That's the way that is. And again, according to the world meter, 99% of those cases are mild. And it has a 90, not according to world meter with this, but according to CDC statistics, they have a 0.26% post-infection death rate. So you have a 99.7% chance of, of living through COVID pretty good odds, right? Pretty good odds, but nobody listens to it. 99.74 actually, according to the CDC is your survival chance. Once you've caught COVID. Now let me say hi to some people over here. 
Good to see you guys. I'm glad you guys caught on to the, we have about our usual numbers. I'm glad you guys caught on to the uh, time change. I appreciate that. Let me say hey to everybody. If you can put your, where you're from on there. So I don't have to, I won't use your whole name, but hey, Lori, good to see you. God bless you. Glad you're on. Hey, Shira, glad you're on. Hey, Dennis from church. Glad you're on. Hey, Roy, God bless you, brother. See you all the time. Glad you're on. Patricia from Jacksonville. Lynn from my home church. Glad you're on. Hey, Ronald, good to see you from Arizona. God bless you. Fighting a tough fight out there with that governor. She's a whack job. Uh, hey, Douglas from Oregon. God bless you, brother. Glad you're on. Hey, Bailey, good to see you. God bless you, sister. You're always on. I love you. Thank you so much. Hey, Oliver from Tampa. Hey, Shira from church. Hey, Sandy from Georgia. God bless you guys. Tracy from church. Terry from church. Love you guys. Alyssa from church. Love you. And Alyssa puts on here, need more oxygen. That's simple. That's, you don't need to wear a mask. Tell them it's a health condition. I need oxygen. That's my health condition. Uh, hey, Susan, good to see you from church, but watching from Minnesota, the People's Republic of Minnesota. Hey, Armand, God bless you. Glad you're on. God bless you guys. I'm so glad. Hey, Becky, I see you on there. God bless you too. Hey, Mike from Jacksonville. Love you, brother. And from church. Hey, Vilma. I love you. Thank you for always watching, Vilma. I appreciate you. Hey, Patricia from Michigan. Esteban, thank you, brother, for watching. I always see your name. Hey, Hope from North Carolina. God bless you guys. Lynn Marie, I love you, sister. God bless you. Glad you're on. So anyway, I just love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. I really do appreciate it. So you're hearing every day, of course, test, 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 new cases, new cases, new cases. In the United States, they're testing about 500,000 people a day. And again, like I told you, the COVID death rate is down by 92% since its peak in April. You know, I'm seeing if I found, if I had these numbers, you know, I, had, I found these numbers on a website and right. It, it, it's, it shows you the total number of deaths in the United States. And it actually documented the total num number of deaths up through um, the all the way, almost to the end of April in the third week of April of 2019. This is how many people died in the United States. This is in the peak of COVID. Now remember now, this is the year before. All right. So this is 2019. In the third week of April, 55,477 Americans died in 2019 in the third week of April. So with COVID-19 now really raging, right? Third week of April. This is the peak of the deaths of COVID-19. Peak of deaths. You had 55,000 in 2019. How many total deaths? At that same week in April of 2020, 47,000 deaths. Pandemic or hoax? Which one is it? Remember now, 55,000 people died in the pinnacle COVID week in 2019. All right. In 2020, with COVID actually here, that same week, about 8,000 less people died that week in the United States than the year before. During COVID. It's in the week before that in April, 56,000 died in 2019, 49,000 died in 2020. So where is the pandemic exactly? I told you, we have the exact, the, in, in a, on a percentage basis, on a statistical basis, from January 1st to June 1st of this year, that's the last I saw, we have the exact same amount of people have died this year as last year the year before, and less than 2017. 
So explain to me why, why, why wear a mask? Explain to me where exactly this pandemic is. I'm going to show you some numbers later. I want you to notice something whenever you go to the CDC website. Whenever they talk about COVID numbers, they are always crunching them. They always put them together with flu, pneumonia, and COVID together. I'll show you that later. So test, test, test. Some other things. The Redskins are gone. I was going to wear a Redskins shirt tonight. You're not allowed to say Washington Redskins anymore. The liberal media you know, says that you have to say the team from Washington, the football team from Washington. Washington Redskins, Washington Redskins, Washington Redskins, and one more time, Washington Redskins. Nine out of 10, here's a survey. Nine out of 10 Native Americans were surveyed. And nine out of 10 Native Americans are not offended by the name Washington Redskins. But yet here we are again. Same thing I tell you every time. They use a very small percentage, tell you that it's a large percentage, and use it to usher in socialism, vaccine, citizen, citizen control, new world order, mark of the beast. That's what it is. Very little numbers. Like systemic racism in law enforcement, white cops killing black men. Rarely ever happens. Unarmed black men statistically really never happens. Nine all of last year to black men, 19 to white men. So they use a very small number. They tell you it's a systemic issue. They tell you that it's a threat to every black man's life. It's not. It's a lie. It's same thing with COVID. Very, very, very few people die of COVID. Hardly anybody over the age, under the age of 80. In the state of Pennsylvania, people who have died of COVID over the age of 85 outnumber all other combined people who have died of COVID. That's really where we're at. We're up to 40, 43 to 50%. And this is the numbers they're putting out. Who knows what's really true. 43 to 50% of all COVID deaths in the United States occurred inside of nursing homes, not to the elderly, to those in a nursing home. Most elderly people are not in a nursing home. Think about that. So red, that's, it, you know, Redskins are gone all because one out of 10 Native Americans finds that term to be offensive. One out of 10, according to the survey. Now they're act after the Texas Rangers. That's also racist. They're next. Think they're going to escape? We'll find out. It depends on the cojones level of their owner. We'll find out whether he can stand up to it or not. Whether you got a Goya Foods kind of guy or you got a Greg Abbott, governor of Texas kind of guy who caves at the slightest amount of pressure. It's time to stand up. You've got to stand up. All right, on to masks. I want to put this out. I gave you the video last week, but this is these are the simple numbers. A COVID-19 particle, a COVID-19 particle is this size. 0.06 to 0.14 microns. 0.0, remember those numbers. You've got to remember them. I'll say them over and over again, but you've got to remember the numbers. A COVID-19 particle that a mask has to block, right? Well, you got your face diaper on. The COVID-19 particle size is 0.06 to 0.14 microns. Cloth masks. People running around with their bandanas on. They block particles that are 2,000 microns. They don't even block a dust particle. Remember, COVID-19 particle size, 0.06 to 0.14 microns. A cloth mask can only block things that are 
2,000 or above microns. So you take your cloth mask and you can throw it away. Next one, the common mask, the one that you see everybody wearing, the store-bought ones where you buy them and it says on the box they're useless against COVID. That, never let that stop. Never, ever let the facts get in the way of your COVIDology. So the common mask that you see everybody wearing around, the common face diaper, it blocks three micron-sized particles, so particles that are the so size of three microns. COVID particles are 0.06 to 0.14 microns. This doesn't even come close to blocking COVID-19. So now you can take all those masks and throw them away. The ones that they're mandating all the kids wear to school in Sarasota County where I live, do nothing. They do absolutely nothing. Nothing. I just gave you the science. Well, that's not going to stop me from wearing a mask. Then you're an idiot. It's the only way to describe somebody who chooses to defy the facts for their narrative. If you defy facts for your narrative, you're a moron. If you're wearing the most common mask worn right now, it blocks three microns of particle size. The size of COVID-19 is 0 0.06 microns. How would it work? It doesn't. Take it off, dummy. The surgical mask, the next step up that nobody's actually wearing because you can't afford them. And they're meant exclusively to be used in sterile settings. So driving them around in your 1998 Toyota Corolla is not going to work. The surgical mask blocks 30%, only 30% of particles that are the size of 0.1 microns, which is the largest COVID-19 micron. COVID-19 runs from 0 0.06 to 0.1 microns. This has a 30% chance of blocking the largest COVID-19 micron, the COVID-19 particle. That's it. N95. Everybody thinks that's the salvation, although nobody wears them. N95 blocks nine, has a 95% chance of blocking particles that are 0.3 microns. They don't block COVID either. What's 0.3 microns? Is that more or less than 0.1 microns? Uh, more, and it has a 95% chance of blocking particles that are larger than COVID. It does nothing. Nothing. These are facts. That should be your truth. Your truth should be what's factual. That's just the truth. They don't do anything. And for those of you that are out there and you're like, I'm wearing a mask to save a life. How are you saving a life if COVID is not blocked by your mask coming out or in? Unbelievable that people think this. All right, here we go from Steven Crowder. Texas, here's the, big, here's the big debate right now is whether or not to open schools. Open your schools. Texas wants to reopen schools and teachers claim, now where do teachers 95% of the time vote? With the Democratic baby butchering party. That's where, they, that's where Democrats, I mean, that's where teachers vote. Democrat, I mean, te Texas wants to reopen schools and teachers claim they are now writing out their wills. Unless you're 80 plus still teaching, you're good. 
Here's what one teacher wrote. It's pretty atrocious that in preparation for returning to school this fall, teachers are writing wills, getting their medical power of attorney established, and taking out extra life insurance, tweeted teacher, let's put it out there, she put it out there, Jessica Schwinn on Saturday. This country has chosen its priorities. It's money over people. What? No. How, again, you're choosing, you're choosing, this teacher right here is choosing things that that are now her truth that are not facts. She's choosing a narrative that is not facts based, which reminds me of a certain politician. It's over fiction. We choose truth over facts. There you go. She, I guarantee you she's voting for Biden. Why, why would she fill out her will? 99.9% survival rate. They've got like, I mean, I'm trying to remember 29 million people in the state of Texas. What was their death count? I got it right here. There it is. Okay. 29,472,000 people live in the state of Texas. And this woman feels like she needs to fill out her last will and testament. So out of the basically 29.5 million people that live in the state of Texas, they've had 2,900 COVID deaths, 2,900 COVID deaths. Do you, I mean, you see these numbers in Ohio, 11 million people live in Ohio, 2,900 deaths, North Carolina, 10.7 million people live there, 1,400 deaths, Virginia, a nine, 8.6 million people live there, 1,900 deaths. State of Arizona, 7.3 million, 2,000 COVID deaths. These are the facts. I mean, if you want to go by Joe Biden numbers, here's what Joe thinks. Unnecessarily, now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. There you go. There's Joe. That's what Joe Biden thinks. 120 million people dead from COVID. That's what people think. That's what this, I mean, do they ever spend a moment researching and looking in the facts? Well, here's the thing. Top pediatric, now this is a teacher. So who are you going to believe when it comes to epidemiology and virology? The teacher or how about some top pediatricians that appeared on TV together? They did not agree. Here's what they said. Would you let your kids go back to school? I will. My kids are looking forward to it. Yes. Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. As much as I can. (laughs) Without a hesitation. Without a hesitation. Yes. I have no concerns about sending my child to school in the fall. I would let my kids go back to school. Dr. John Torres, NBC News. Watch this guy. Hold on. Oh, I want you to play it. Watch this. Look at the look on his face. They all said yes. <laughs> See, that's MSNBC. That doesn't fit his narrative. Every single one of those pedi- pediatricians, and they're on MSNBC, so they weren't lined up for a Fox narrative. They were on MSNBC, MSDNC. That's where they were. And they all said they'd send their own kids back to school. And now we have, in my own county where I live, they're going to put a mask mandate on for kids to sit in school all day long, sucking 20% less oxygen than they need into their young skulls. You see, that's all created by people. These ideas and these concepts are all just made up out of thin air by people that actually hate kids. Put up that that graphic for me. There you go. The most merciful thing that the large family does to one of its infant members is to kill it. Margaret Sanger, founder of Planned Parenthood. I admire Margaret Sanger enormously. Her courage, her tenacity. Yeah, her tenacity in butchering the unborn 
and her vision, Hillary Clinton. See, I'm going to tell you something. If you're a Republican mask wearer, those are the people that you're following. You are following their ideology. Understand, when you strap on the humiliation of a face diaper that does nothing, it does nothing. COVID-19 particles are too big or too small for every mask. You are trying to block ants from getting into a yard through a chain leak fence. It doesn't work. They do nothing. Absolutely nothing. The Los Angeles uh, Teachers Union, again, who do they support? Joe Biden and the Democratic Party issued a research paper, uh, paper this from the Washington Examiner, arguing schools in the district can't reopen without certain policy revisions in place, ranging from, of course, Republicans, conservatives who are, you're such a good friend because you're good with everybody wearing a mask. No, you're, a compl- you're complying to lies and you're a liar yourself. They can't reopen without certain policy provisions in place. Now, remember, they were closed for COVID, right? But now they're not going to reopen without mandatory face masks and a moratorium on charter schools. What's that have to do with COVID? And defunding the police. The union stressed the need for precautions to stem the spread of coronavirus. Now, are you sure that these two ideologies that I've told you about now for a couple, for a, since the death of George Floyd, because it's the same lie packaged in different gift wrapping paper. That's all that it is. A very small percentage of death said to be lied about and said to be a large percentage of death fed out into the public by people like MSNBC, all to usher in Democratic Party ideals, socialism, vaccines, mark of the beast, mind control. That's all that it's about. Now look at these teachers. They won't reopen their schools without defunding the police. What's that got to do with COVID? They were closed for COVID. They won't reopen their schools in LA County without defunding the police and getting rid of what we as Christians support, which is charter schools. To get them out of worthless Democratic Party funded public schools. It's unbelievable. It truly is. The paper ended with a section titled, in conclusion, normal wasn't working for us before. We can't go back. That, that's, the, that's what's going on in schools right now. Here, let me give you some more statistics about kids. The, these teachers that are filling out their last will and testament who won't go back to school without defunding the police and without defunding charter schools. It's all socialism. That's all that it's about. They really have no idea what they're doing. They think socialism is some sort of utopia. I guess they've never read a textbook in their life and ever seen that it never works. But I guess that's what they believe in. Children are seven times more likely to die of the flu than COVID-19. Fact. Read it for yourself. Ages one through four are 20 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID-19. Ages five through 14, that's where you get the seven times, are seven times more likely to die of the flu than COVID. Ages 15 to 24 are 1.25 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID. And children, according to all studies, but never let that get in the way of your narrative, like, Facts. Never let facts get in the way of your COVIDology. Yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise ought to join up. 
You have another thing, another part of Scientology, because Scientology makes as much sense as COVIDology. Children are not significant vectors of COVID-19. They don't carry it and they don't give it away. But never let, never ever let the facts get in the way of your narrative. Play it over again. Fiction. We choose truth over facts. There you go. For those who believe, or those who are for, and those who believe in masks, now you're for it. If you're listen, if you're just sitting back and what's good for you is good for you, and what's good for me is good for me, it's coming for you. They're already doing it. You right now, in order, well, not at this moment, the next five or six days, it's come for you now. All of us crazy right wingers, remember we were you were doing you were being a good citizen and a good neighbor and love thy neighbor, so we're closing our churches and you called us all crazy. Well now you gotta wear a mask. Is it bothering you at all yet? That you can't, I mean, don't ever let the book of Revelation, chapter 13, 16 through 18, where you can't buy, sell, or trade without a mark, right? You can't buy, sell, or trade without a mark. You can't get into Publix without a mask. Can't get into Walmart without a mask. Can't get into Target without a mask. CVS, Walgreens without a mask. Bothering you yet? No, because, you know, it's just not, these are all just, you know, you know, good things to do and to, you know, way to prevent people from getting sick. What? Have you ever seen it before in your life? Ever? Ever seen it before? Ever in your life that the government comes out and mandates masks? That you can't walk into huge stores? You can't walk into Walmart at 4 o'clock in the morning without a mask. Starting on the 20th of this month. And you don't see the book of Revelation in that at all. 16 through 18. Book of Revelation, chapter 13, 16 through 18. Try reading it. The mask is a precursor to the mark of the beast. It's a perfect testing ground to see what sheeple will go ahead and strap on that face diaper how many people they're they're not marking you they're marking me they're seeing who's not going to do it and i can flat out tell you i'm not going to do it you're like you're not going to wear it going into walmart or Publix. listen if i'm on somebody's private property that's one thing but any other mandate not going to happen and they're not going to plunge a needle in my arm either and i will avoid every store that mandates me wearing a mask Absolutely. It's like, I'm, I'm done with the NFL. I will never go back to the NFL. Done. I've been a Washington Redskins fan since I was five years old. 46 years I've been a Redskins fan. Done. Absolutely done. And you're like, Tom, do you, do you practice what you preach? Does your money follow your mouth? Yeah, my wife canceled my NFL ticket yesterday. It's over. We're done. We've done it. We canceled it before when they all started kneeling. I didn't watch the NFL for almost three years. And I put it back last year. My son got into fantasy football, so I started watching the NFL again. And now they just ruin it. And listen, everybody watching this. There are 144 people on Facebook watching right now. Anybody else watching? Anybody else who ends up watching? Get the heck away from the NFL. They're just a bunch of Democratic Party capitulators. That's all they are. They have absolutely no gumption. They have no, they have no courage, no spine, nothing. Get away from them. So those who are for and believe in mass also are for and believe in the people who are pushing this mask agenda. Who's pushing it? Donald Trump? Nah, he is not pushing it. He's not pushing the mask. You're like, yeah, there's, there's Republicans out there pushing it. Spineless ones, people with guts like Thomas Massey, Ron DeSantis, Governor Kemp. 
from Georgia. God bless him. I didn't like that guy six months ago. I love you now. Have you ever see this somehow? This goofy pastor from Inglewood, Florida. I love you, Governor Kemp. Stand strong. Don't let him get to you. Governor of South Dakota, I love her too. Listen, stand strong. Don't let them beat you. They're going to come for you. But those who are pushing this agenda, the mask agenda, are the exact same people that push LGBTQ, same people. You can float those in, brother. That's fine. Same people that push socialism. There they are. There's old Nance and Chucky Schumer. They're the same people pushing to fund the police. Remember now, the people who are pushing out the mask agenda, pushing it out, they are for LGBTQ, gay rights, socialism, defunding the police, men in women's restrooms, men in women's sports. They're about abortion for preborn babies, abortion for babies in the birth canal, and abortion for babies post-birth. They're, they're always talking about a climate apocalypse and they buy beachfront property in the midst of it. And they're also for 7,000 genders. Those are the people that are propagating the mask myth, the mask totalitarianism. They're the ones. You, you can name all the Republicans you want. All the Republicans that strap on masks, you conservatives that think you're saving lives. I just gave you the science. The science is this. There is no mask that blocks COVID-19, even an N95. It doesn't. They're all too big. Again, it's like a chain link fence trying to keep out an ant. You can put up the fence all you want. An ant, multiple ants, thousands of ants, millions of ants will go right through your chain link fence, even though there's a fence there. It makes no sense. So the people that put push out climate apocalypses all the time. Yeah, there's Ilhan Omar. All these same people are the ones who are pushing the mask mandates, the mask agenda. They're the same people. Why would you ever follow Nancy Pelosi, Ilhan Omar, Chuck Schumer, Andrew Cuomo, Tom Wolf, any of these people? Why would you? Jay Inslee. Gavin Newsom, why would you ever follow any of these people? Ever. I never get it. <laughs> rage, put that back up there. There's the rage monster. Ah, hear me roar, AOC. Those are the people. She's huge in the masks, loves them, believes that's how the rest of your life you need to wear one. Well, watch this. Speaking of this agenda, watch this video from Dan Bongino. Play that first one for me, guys. Even if any of this was true. Check this out. This is good. In the 1970s, Americans were told we were in a global cooling crisis. And if something weren't done, we'd enter a new ice age. When that didn't happen, a few decades later, we were told that entire nations could be wiped off the face of this earth by rising sea levels if the global warming trend was not reversed by the year 2000. Despite the consistent failure of these apocalyptic warnings, that hasn't stopped climate change alarmism. We're now being told we only have 12 years to combat climate change, and the solution is to fundamentally dismantle the system of free enterprise. That means there Washington... There you go. The same people that said there was going to be a coming ice age, mask people, those that said that global by now, There'd be a mass melt off of the uh, Arctic caps and flood all their beachfront properties that they're currently still buying. Those are the mask people. 
And, you're, and why are you putting one on? If, this, if that wasn't true then, I mean, these are the same people that are telling you there's a coming ice age or there's a coming flood, which there never can be another flood that floods the whole earth, according to the Bible, which is what we choose to believe, right? The same exact people that are pushing climatology garbage are the exact same people pushing out the mass mandate. It has the exact, it's the equivalent of science. If a particle of COVID-19 is, is 0.1 microns and the very best mask on the planet, an N95 can only block 0.3 microns, then what on earth are you doing? If a bandana blocks 2,000 microns, something the size of 2,000 microns, what are you doing? How does that make sense to you? Why would you follow these people down another lying, quote-unquote, scientific rabbit hole? Why would you follow? It's not even a rabbit hole. It's a toilet flushing. Play the next one for me. Joe Biden, in a video claiming in nine years, we're all going to be, we only have nine years left. Check this out. Science requires a timetable for measuring progress on climate that isn't three decades or even two. Science tells us we have nine years before the damage is irreversible. So my timetable for results is in my first four years as president. The jobs we'll create, the investments we'll make, and the irreversible steps we'll take to <laughs> mitigate and adapt to the climate. He's going to take irreversible steps. So anyway, those are the people that are pushing masks. Anthony Fauci is a devout Hillary supporter and a devout Democrat. That, that's, and, by, and when he first came out, he said no mask. Now he says mask because it can politically hurt Trump. That's all that it's about. The CDC reports this, that the Chinese coronavirus mortality is currently below the pandemic threshold. So why is Publix, Walmart, Target, Walgreens, and CVC why are they all why are they all mandating masks why with state of alabama north carolina numerous other states are all mandating masks when the cdc just said that we are now below the pandemic threshold put that put that slide up for me there it is right there on my right hand side under mortality declining percentage of deaths due to pic the percentage is currently Below the epidemic threshold, but will likely change as more death certificates are processed, particularly for recent weeks. They always push out their little agenda. Put that back up there for me. Don't take it off. I want you to read that top part. Where do they get their stats from? Now, remember, what are they talking about? They're talking about COVID-19. Look at what it says under mortality. Based on death certificate data, the percentage of deaths attributed to pneumonia, influenza, or... Or, everybody say or out loud with me like I'm preaching. Or, COVID-19 decreased from 6.9% during week 26 to 5.5% during week 27. Representing the 11th week of a declining percentage of deaths due to PIC. They combine pneumonia, flu, and COVID together to come up with their 136,000 deaths. That's your CV, CDC, Center for Disease Control. There's the Fouch. The numbers are all false. Do you really believe that 136,000 
Americans have died of COVID exclusively? They sang on their own ridiculous propaganda website that they combined the numbers. Look at it again. Attributed to pneumonia, influence. Let's say it doesn't say pneumonia separated from influenza, separated from COVID 19. Pneumonia, influenza, or COVID 19 decreased. They're putting them all together. They do that every time. If you pull up the CDC website and you look under provisional deaths, they're real. They have one slot that says that it's exclusively COVID nineteen deaths, which is extru- is a lot less than what they put on their front page of deaths. And then they have a bunch of columns where it's combined deaths: pneumonia mixed with COVID, flu mixed with COVID, colds mixed with COVID. It's all a lie. And you're like a lot of I, the main thing I don't get is I don't get Christians with this. How do you not think the book of Revelation is going to come to fruition? It's going to come to fruition. They're checking you out right now. The mask is not the mark of the beast, but it is the precursor or it is a precursor to the mark of the beast. You can't buy, sell or trade in many areas without it on. What would you do? I'll just move away. I just moved to the right state. But that's where we currently are. But never, ever let the facts get in the way of what you believe. Listen to what the, I don't even know how to really to pronounce his name, the World Health Organization, Dr. Tetros, I'll just call him. This is what he said. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, never mind. Well, that didn't play. Whatever. Oh, my. We just lost everything. Oh, I'm still on. Okay, good. I'm seeing a total blue screen. You guys are seeing it. Somehow we lost that. What he said was, it's going to be a long time till we can get back to the new normal. That's really the summation. That was all I was going to play. It was about 12 seconds of it. He said, it's going to be a very long time and it's going to take mass cooperation. Even though we are under pandemic levels now, a lot of other countries are completely and totally open right now. But you have the World Health Organization has an agenda saying that we're nowhere, we're nowhere near getting back to a new normal. And it's not going to happen for a long time. From Louisiana, this is from the Gateway Pundit. Flatly violates due process. Louisiana Attorney General says Democratic governor's mass mandate likely unconstitutional. It is unconstitutional. Remember what Thomas Massey said, congressman out of Kentucky. He said there, there is no way it is constitutionally allowed for anybody to plunge a needle or in your arm, plunge a needle in you in any way, shape, or form, or force you to wear a mask. It is unconstitutional. Certain people who have guts, who have a spine, that needs to be you, by the way. Say what needs to be said. Say no when it needs to be no and yes when it needs to be yes. Are masks lies? Yes. Am I ever going to wear one? No. Let your yes be yes and your no be no for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Matthew 5, 37. It's kind of spoken by a kind of an important person, Jesus Christ. Have some guts. This Louisiana attorney general has guts. Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry said Wednesday in a nine-page legal opinion that the Democratic governor's mask mandate is likely unconstitutional and unenforceable. Democratic Governor John Bell Edwards. Why would you ever leave the name Bell in your name when your name's John? I know this has nothing to do with anything, but I just, I marvel at people. Why would you name yourself John Bell? 
Are you Tinkerbell? Never mind. John Bell Edwards over the weekend announced a statewide mask mandate and additional restrictions for bars. I'm not big. I hate alcohol. Hate it with a passion. But freedom's freedom. And these, all they're doing, all, what they do with the bars all the time is they're running all these people out of business. You have to sit so, how can a bar work if you have to six, six, sit six feet apart? Gateway Pundit, Don Jr., GOP House Judiciary, uh, House Judiciary and Rep. Jim Jordan still locked out of Twitter accounts after hack. Twitter won't say why. Rodney Howard Brown is also locked out. They won't reveal why there's a massive hack, but lo, lo and behold, only conservatives are still locked out. Here's what Facebook is doing. In a stunning mood, a move, again from the Gateway Pundit, Facebook announced yesterday that they have hired former lead stone prosecutor and Mueller witch hunt conspirator Michael Mirando. There he is. To be their chief counsel who will be in charge of setting content guidelines. So you have a Mueller witch hunt hack Democratic Party attorney will now decide what content goes on or off of Facebook. You Listen, we have to make moves right now. This is, these are dramatic times. Trump has to win in November. You may have to leave your church because there are a bunch of coward wimps who's having services where you have to be 10 feet apart. You have to wash your hand 47 times with alcohol gel. You have to make a reservation to get in. There's only one way and one way in and one way out. No children's church, no nursery, no touching of any kind. You need to get the heck out of that church. It's time for massive moves by conservative Christians and Republicans. You may have to leave your state. Listen, I was a cop for 25 years. You couldn't pay me enough to be a cop in St. Louis, a cop in Atlanta. You could not pay me enough to be a cop in D.C. No way on earth would you in Minneapolis. Get the heck out of there. Tom, I'll lose everything. Well, if you make an arrest and somebody accidentally dies, they're going to ring you up. You're going to be charged with murder. It's happening right now. Wait till we get into the St. Louis stuff. From, Bright, from Breitbart, Berkeley City Council slashes police budget by 50%. Have you ever heard of anything like this in your life? Well, those are two different things. You've got the whole George Floyd systemic racism and law enforcement, and you've got the COVID-19. No, no, no. Same lie. Exact same lie every time. It's all lies. They slash their police budget. When have you ever heard in your life of any budget being slashed by 50%? Ever. When have you ever heard that in your life? When things are happening that you have never seen before in your life, alarm bells should go off. Not, well, I'm okay with some people wearing masks and I'm okay with not wearing a mask. I'm okay with people who do. I'm okay with people. No, you're a neutral little hack who has already been conquered if you think like that. You are going to have to take sides. Take sides on the truth. Side with the truth. These people just slashed their police budget by 50%. If you live in Berkeley, get the heck out of there. It's an emergency. I promise you this. I promise you this. If they slash the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office budget, it's where I live, or the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office budget is where I'm doing this broadcast right now at my church. If they slash it by 50%, I'm gone.
Bye-bye. No way. Hey, everybody, too. Like and share this. Right where you're at right now, listen. I know that I will cost you friends. I know that. Okay, I've lost lots of friends. I got people not speaking to me anymore. I get it. You know, I'd be lying to you if I, if I said I cared. I don't. Maybe you care. But hit the share button right now. Hit the like and hit the share button. Just send it out to everybody. It may burn some friends of yours to the ground. It's that time. This is a radical time. It's time for radical measures. Get the truth out. You may win people who are on the fence. There are people, there are lots of people right now who are on the fence. Christians, this is a great time for us to Romans 10, 14, and 15 to share the gospel because people are seeing the underpinnings of their life torn out from underneath them. Well, they used to believe in baseball and basketball and American pie. Gone. Gone by socialist Democrats. Pulled out. Being mandated to them. All different things being mandated to them they never thought would be mandated. Things canceled. Can't get this. Lost their jobs for nothing. We're right. We're up to an 11% unemployment rate right now. 11%. That's, that's depression numbers. And we've had to rise via 4 million new jobs to get to that. We were at 15% unemployment. We are seeing things we have never seen before. It is time for radical action. Christians preach the gospel. Cops stop being cops wherever they're going to persecute you and get it to a job that with it where they won't. There's lots of cop shop jobs everywhere. Go find them. They can't find people to hire as cops anymore. We have a national cop shortage, a national nursing shortage, a national doctor shortage. There's plenty of jobs. Get the heck out of Atlanta, Minneapolis, St. Louis, LA. Get the heck out of Berkeley. Get out of there. The city council in Berkeley, California on Wednesday voted for radical changes for policing, the co- for policing the community, including slashing the budget by 50% and pulling cops off of the traffic beat. They're no longer writing any tickets there. That's a fact. Okay. Have you ever seen that before in your lifetime? Ever in your lifetime before? Have you ever seen where a city tells their cops, don't write any more tickets? What do you think is going to happen there? <laughs> what, what do you, what do you think is going to happen there? It was an eight to zero vote, including one abstention also removes police from homeless and mental health responses. <laughs> You're going to remove police from mental health responses. Cop for 25 straight years, 1992 to 2017. Do you know how many mental health calls I was on? You think mental health counselors are going to be able to handle what we and my comrades did in law enforcement? Do you, you think they're going to be able to handle that? A violent offender, maybe with poop all over him or pee all over him, rolling all over the ground, a person with a gun to their head. What are you going to do there? Send in the social worker? How galactically stupid can somebody be? They're showing us. I'm telling you, it's time for radical action. There there may come a time when we just have to say, you know what? There's conservative stores, conservative businesses, conservative movies. See, for me, no matter what, liberals will always be, always be welcome. If I, if I was a multi-billionaire right now, I would open up, just right now, open up a brand new Facebook, a brand new YouTube, open them up. Everybody can come on. Liberals too. Free speech. As long as it's not nudity or inciting violence, you're on. I don't care what you say. They could have a YouTube page dedicated to fathead Tom Lipley. I hate the guy. Totally allowed. All that hate hate speech is totally allowed. I love how people who are against hate speech. You know, if you say something that they consider to be hate speech and then they hate you for it and say something back, 
Is not there hate speech? Hate speech? Who's going to be the arbiter of that? Well, we got the Mueller hack attorney is going to be the arbiter on Facebook. Watch yourself. There he is. Watch yourself. That's who's the arbiter now of hate speech on Facebook. Alabama governor, like I told you earlier, I just want to get her name out there. Kay Ivey, sadly, pathetically. Kate Ivey this week announced the statewide mandate, which will take place one was it was it 830 now three and a half hours ago it's now in place in the state of sweet home alabama leonard skinner rolling over in their graves right now georgia's republican governor brian kemp suspended all this is good news now always tell the good news too we've got good news in florida our governor hasn't done it yet ron DeSantis, hang in there you can be the next president of the united states hang in there don't cave See, like Publix and Walmart and Target, CVS, Walgreens, they think they're winning more customers by mandating masks. They're not. They're going to lose. The NFL found out the hard way, and that's why all of a sudden they started putting out all their patriotic propaganda all of a sudden to try to win fans back. They ain't going to win them back now. You do the, do your uh, black national anthem before every game. We have one national anthem. I don't care whether you're Asian. I don't care whether you're Hispanic. I don't care whether you're white, black, green, brown, whatever you are, we are all Americans. You don't have a white national anthem. You don't have a black national anthem. Gone from the NFL. But Georgia's Republican governor, Brian Kemp, suspended all local mask mandates, all local mask mandates in an executive order. So in other words, none of these petty little like we have here in Florida, where you've got the city of Sarasota has a mask mandate. The city of Punta Gorda has a mask mandate. Hillsborough County has a mask mandate. Tampa has a mask mandate. See, Ron DeSantis ought to do the same thing, just like he did when he, when he said that churches were essential. He should do the exact same thing and say, nah, to all your little jurisdictional mask mandates. Nah. He can do it. Executive order. Come on, Ron. Come on. Do it again for us. You'll win in a landslide. Go for it. Listen, go for your base. I know you may not want me speaking for you, But I'm saying I'm part of your base, like it or not. Go for your base. Secure your base. All you Republican governors do exactly what Brian Kemp in Georgia did. Do the exact same thing. Put it out there saying no many jurisdictional totalitarian mask mandates. No to all that stuff in the state of whatever you are. Was it Christy Nome in South Dakota? You do it. Come on. Step up. Lead the way. Lead the way. There's a lot. We got plenty of wimps out there. We need strong people. All right, let's, let's travel up to NYC, New York City. New York City mayor doubles down on disbanding anti-crime unit. So the, the crime has skyrocketed in New York City since they disbanded the anti-crime unit in New York City. Anti-crime unit is a unit of plainclothes officers that are rolling around the city. We used to call it the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office Crime Suppression Unit. You go around, you have plainclothes officers, so people that will or are about to commit crimes will do it in your presence. You can catch them before or just after they commit the crime instead of them committing it and 10 minutes later somebody calling a 911 call. Crime has skyrocketed in in the city of New York. Let me read you this. 
Predictably, crime in New York has been surging ever since they disbanded the anti-crime unit, particularly the sort of street crimes that the anti-crime unit is designed to prevent. Oh, lo and behold, you disband the crime unit, the anti-crime unit, and crimes that it was meant to prevent aren't being prevented. Only a Democrat wouldn't understand that. According to the NYPD press release from July 6th, the numbers of people murdered citywide increased from 39 versus 30. 30% increase in murder. When have you ever heard that before in your life? For the month, 30% increase in murder for a month. While the number of burglaries increased 118% for the month. And the number of auto thefts increased 51% for the month. Good job, de Blasio. Why would anybody vote for this clown show? New York Post, the mayor kicked off his daily, this is from, this is just from two days ago. The mayor kicked off his daily press briefing by addressing the spate and shootings, including one in Brooklyn Sunday night that claimed the life of a one-year-old boy. One-year-old boy in a stroller was shot and killed to death, shot to death. Listen, listen to what this is from, this is uh, Tucker Carlson, guys. Is it on there? On reimagining the police. There you go, play Folks in law enforcement that share the goals of reimagining policing. Reimagining policing in the 21st century. Rethinking and reimagining policing. Community efforts to reimagine policing. To reimagine policing. We have to reimagine what policing looks like. Reimagining policing, reimagining our public safety. Reimagine a citizen-led approach. You can begin to reimagine law enforcement. Reimagine public safety in this country. What can we do to reimagine public safety? Reimagining public safety. To reimagine public safety. We must reimagine what public safety looks like. All right, back to me. So there you go. All Democrats, they must have sent out a memo to everybody to use the word reimagine policing. Well, that's, so far, reimagining policing in New York City has caused a 30% increase in homicides, 118% increase in burglaries, and a 115 or 51% increase in auto thefts. Good job so far with their reimagining of policing. Later, de Blasio talked about the horrible spate of shootings in NYCHA public housing that he dealt with at the beginning of his tenure. We threw everything we had at it. We have to do it again, he said. So he's going to throw everything at the murder problem, right? He's going to throw everything at the murder problem by disbanding by disbanding his anti-crime unit? How does that work? Only somebody who looks like this can think like this. He shot down questions about firing police commissioner Dermot Shea, who disbanded the anti-crime unit last month and lauded him as one of the people, as he imagines, this is my own verbiage, as he reimagines police work, one of the people who made the, sa the, the safest big city in America. He felt, and I agreed with him, that it was important to make a change in our strategy. A great change. 30% increase in homicides. 51% increase in auto thefts, 118% increase in burglaries. Good change, Billy. Nice work. Later, I mean, like AOC before him, de Blasio also attempted to blame the crime wave on the pandemic. Listen to AOC. What they're all saying. So why is this uptick in crime happening? Well, let's think about it. Do we think this has to do let's with the fact it. that there's record unemployment in the United States right now? The fact that people are at a level of 
economic desperation that we have not seen since the Great Recession. Maybe this has to do with the fact that people aren't paying their rent and are scared to pay their rent. And so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money. So you maybe have to, you're, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. All right, um, back to me. Okay, let's look at her, you know, again, do facts support your narrative? What she's saying is that the economic collapse, which she has caused. And, and by the way, I love this. I always throw in the, the Christian vent. All the churches that are doing food handouts for people who have lost their jobs because of COVID, you need to include in that package, including the package of the free food you're giving them. Sorry, we caused this. Because the churches, if churches would not have closed, if we would have stood our ground, and said no to all this, we would have led the way in becoming Sweden. Sweden, listen, the thing is, I don't like Sweden in any other way except their COVID response. Well, I like some of their um, economic stuff too, but way too socialist in some ways, way too big government. They're really not overly socialist, but big government in some ways. But we'd already be long past this thing right now if we stood up. So when you're handing out your food pantry uh, food to people and you think that you're being a good Christian, you know this, you're the one who caused their hunger. Because you didn't stand up. It's as simple as that. So let's look at let's look at AOC's facts. She said that it's because of the economic depression that she and the other Democrats caused that has caused people to quote unquote go in and steal bread. Okay. Let's look at let's look at the facts behind that. What would what one could describe as crimes of necessity? I'm reading this off the Gateway Pundit. This is their statistics, such as someone stealing to feed their family are in decline. So the crimes that she says are happening as a result of the pandemic are in. A, what is what does the pandemic have to do with auto theft? Is that ha, what do you go sell the car to buy bread? What does it have to do with burglary? So you burglarize a house for what? Somebody's stash of gummy bears. I mean, you see how galactically stupid you actually have to be. And by the way, once again, if you're strapping on a mask, AOC is your guide dog. You're th that's who's following. You. That's who you're following right there. You got a mask on. There's your leader. Follow your leader. There she is. You got to add that to our alien landings photos. So she says it's all these little crimes that are sparking, that are spiking. That's not little crimes. Theft is down. Larceny down facts i'll read it to you compared to last year as of july 5th reports of petty larceny by shoplifting were down 20 percent. she's making no sense she says the pandemic is causing a spike in petty thefts shoplifting it's down 20 percent. makes no sense what she said and grand larceny by shoplifting was down 18 percent. so the crimes that she's attributing to the pandemic aren't even happening but the crimes that she's not attributing to the pandemic, grand thefts, grand theft autos, murders, and burglaries have nothing to do with the pandemic. They have to do with people having no respect for law enforcement. And cops aren't doing anything proactive anymore because they don't want to sue, be sued or lose their retirement or end up on trial for their life. Democrats won't think twice about putting you in prison. They won't. We see we do. We're like, how can anybody ever do that? Right? Put somebody wrongfully accused like Garrett Roth 
in Atlanta. You're like, Tommy, you use his name every time. I do it on purpose. I don't want you to forget the officer's name who's been tried for, who's being tried for felony, being charged with and potentially tried for felony murder in Atlanta for shooting a man who pointed his own taser at his face. That's, that's what's going wrong right now. It's got nothing to do with the pandemic in New York. It's that cops are like, you know what? I don't even want to talk to somebody who looks suspicious right now because I don't want to be on trial for my life. I don't want to be Garrett Rolfe. Get, get this, but this is a very good, this is a very good section out of Tucker Carlson. Also, I know I'm rating a lot of Tucker tonight, but it's just too good to pass up. Watch this video on AOC. It's supposed to start a, yeah, start, you got it. You got good it. evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Here's something you probably didn't know. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the voice of the streets, actually grew up in an idyllic little town 45 miles north of New York City. It's called Yorktown Heights. You never know Asian of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's hometown is over 90% white. The median family income there is more than double the national average. Real estate listings show million dollar homes on big pieces of gated property. It is not Queens. It is a very nice place. Yorktown Heights is so affluent and so peaceful. In fact, it doesn't need its own police department. Instead, it relies on the 59-man force that protects the larger town around it. This is the hood that spawned Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, one of the country's most privileged revolutionaries. She called herself Sandy Cortez back then. She imagined that every place could be just like Yorktown Heights if only we got rid of the police. And apparently she still believes that. It's funny because when people ask me, what does a world where we defund the police, where, you know, defunding police looks like, I tell them it looks like a suburb. It looks like a suburb. Unfortunately, not everyone lives in a suburb as placid and protected as the one Sandy Cortez grew up in, all bake sales and pool parties. Cities like St. Louis and Baltimore are more violent than El Salvador, and they're getting more dangerous by the day. In Milwaukee, homicides have risen nearly 40% just this year. Killings there could soon break the city's all-time record. That's likely to happen soon in Chicago and Kansas City. Just this weekend in the city of Chicago, 64 people were shot and 11 murdered. 11 corpses in one weekend. None of those people died because there were too many cops on the street. They died because, thanks in part to sloganeering from pampered dilettantes like Sandy Cortez, there were too few cops. All right, Becky. Less? There you go. So her idea is that if you get rid of cops, you turn into the ideal you you will turn your neighborhood or your city into the idyllic setting that she grew up in. Why why did she have an idyllic setting? Well, first of all, because everybody in there was employed, everybody in there was upper middle class, and everybody in there was protected by the police. Everybody in there had a work ethic. This is what New York is this is what New York where she lives now I don't know if this is specifically her district, who knows, but this is what New York is actually turning into. Take a look. These are, you can keep playing it guys. These are actually police that are having to deal with a protest on the Brooklyn Bridge. Again, when have you seen this in your life? Ask yourself that question. When was the last time you saw this kind of stuff going on in your life? As look at the guy with the bat, see him. Look at the guy with the bat or lady with the bat. Look at him. come in, boom, hitting the cop right in the head. 
You ever seen it? And see, these people actually think that they're righteous. They think that they're righteous. You can bring it back to me. They think that they're righteous because of people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. They think that they're righteous because of this. They, all these politicians are out there. Defund the police. Defund the police. Would you live where they're going to defund the police? They're causing this. They're enabling this sort of behavior. The Democratic Party is doing this. Look at this video footage out of New York City. See this guy? He comes up to this girl. See the baby in the carriage? Watch. Where's, look what happens to the baby. He stabs this woman multiple times. You can bring it back to me. He stabs her multiple times, but yet they're getting rid of their crime suppression unit. Here's Hillsborough County. Take a look at this. At least they're all wearing masks. Here we go. Bash in. Watch this. Oh, she's got a mask on. Okay, she's safe from COVID. The store's not safe from her, but she's safe from COVID. Let's see. Mask. That's not all. Here comes more. Boom. Everybody, she got a, fixed her mask before she went. Oh, now she's leaving. Back to me. Look at, look at our country right now. Take a look. But at least they all had their mask on as they raided a beauty supply store. That's, that's in Tampa. That was just this week in Tampa, Florida. Black Lives Matter. Let's talk about them for a while. Sean King says images of white Jesus must come down. Take a look at this guy. Play the guy for put the pick up of the guy. There you go. That's the guy last week in Florida who drove his car into this church, threw out an explosive projectile and burned down a large portion of this church. Ever seen it before in your life? But once again, put his picture back up. Put his picture back up. At least he's got a mask. Black lives, Antifa, COVID, and the COVID response are all one and the same. Until you get that down, until Republicans get that down, conservatives get that down, Christians get that down, Christian leaders, Republican leaders, conservative leaders, get this into their mind. That COVID, the false COVID response, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, it's all the same lies. It is all the same lies everywhere you go. They're attempting to destroy the church first. Why do you think it's always okay for bars to reopen for black lives matter protests with tens of thousands? That's fine with 10,000 spewing spit people all over themselves, shoulder to shoulder, arm to arm, face to face, 10,000, 25,000, but you can't have a church of 50 people meet. The 10,000 member protest is fine, but a church of 50 or 60 people is not allowed because Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and the false COVID response, the only valid COVID response was to isolate the most vulnerable among us. That was all that ever was supposed to happen. No masks, no closings, no lockdowns, no quarantines, no social distancing. Nothing needed to happen. Nothing. Again, listen, if I was to put out to you a flu season, like they're putting out the COVID season, if I was to document to you the 2017 flu season, here's how it would come out in the news every day. There's 45 million cases. There was 45 million cases of the flu in the United States, not the world, in the United States in 2017. 810,000 hospitalizations of the flu. 80,000 deaths from the flu. 
If I documented that to you, it would read like this. Every week, there would be this broadcast from the news. Every week, this would be the news. 1,607,000 new cases this week. If I was to document it from October through the end of April, which is the flu season, I would have to put out in the news every week. Here it is, new news from the Tom Lipley podcast. We've had 1,607,142 new cases this week. That would go for all four weeks of October, November, December, January, February, March, and April. Every week, 1.6 million new cases of the flu. With this, Every day, it would be 214,000 new cases if I documented the flu to you. That's all, that, that's all they're doing. So the false COVID response, masks, social distancing, quarantines, lockdowns, all that garbage, that's the false response. The only thing you needed to do was what Sweden did. Sweden has about 11 million people. They locked down just their most vulnerable. They didn't, Japan. 126.5 million people has 810 COVID deaths. They didn't lock down anything. You don't have to. A, a virus is going to go from point A to point B. If you want to make it fast, make it fast. If you want to make it slow, make it slow. That's all we've done is made it slower. It's over anyway. Even the COVID cases now, we're down 92% in deaths. But the false COVID response, Antifa and Black Lives Matter are all the same lie. Very small percentage of deaths wrapped up as a large percentage of deaths spewed out into the public and all the simpletons and sheeple believe it. San Gabriel Church, and I told you, it's all about destroying the church first. Take a look at this picture. This is San Gabriel Church in LA, California. 250 years old, but it's possibly a symbol of oppression. They're investigating that angle. What on earth happened? Look at the decapitation of this statue of Jesus out of nowhere. Sean King says all pictures and statues of white Jesus must, must come down. You don't think this is about destroying the church? Antifa, Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter organization, and the false COVID response are all about destroying the church of the living God right here in America. That's what it's about. That's why the church is always the one that gets picked on every time. Providence Mayor, Signs executive order to pursue reparations. You see this? Have you ever seen this before in your life? This is Providence, Rhode Island. A mayor is deciding to give out reparations to who? How would he ever give out? Who's going to give the funds? Are they going to look for the feds to give it? I'm telling you, if you elect Joe Biden, he's going to send umpteen billions to these Democrats all over the country to, for so-called reparations. Play the video for me. What I've been so incredibly moved by He's moved. is the fact that the experiences that many people refer Look to at all as the designer masks behind are him. alive and unfortunately well today. See, it's all the same. Mask wearers, reparations, peddlers, all the same people. The past, it's also part of our present moment. You're like, Tom, let this guy talk. Believe so me, you don't want to hear what he has to say. Just as so many other well, folks that designer group, mask. That all really the same, folks. If we want to make folks. the most out of this moment, then we have to get to the root of the issue. We have to get to the heart of the issue. And right, we simply can't. So he's pushing for reparations. Do you notice it? I mean, you're like, some of you are like, no, there's just people trying to be safe. I'm telling you, a mask is a sign of capitulation. That's all that it is. It's a sign of believing lies. The Democrats have been believing lies their whole lives. 
that you can butcher the unborn and that it's not a baby? You ever seen the new the new pictures of babies inside of wombs? Have you seen those pictures? The the sonogram I'm not even using ultrasound technology. I'm not probably still not using the right verbiage. You can see how a baby looks like their mother inside the womb. And these people, these demons, will still pull that child out limb for limb and they're it, limb by bloody limb, piece by piece. They don't care. These are the mask peddlers. Yeah, put put one of those up. To pick the best one. There you go. No, they don't have it up yet. <laughs> okay, put it up. There you go. Look at that. Put up a couple more. You got any more? Is that it? Okay, go grab some more. I'll do. I'll, we'll put them up later. But these are the people that push masks. They believe that it's perfectly okay to butcher that baby. Absolutely. I know somebody put this on my Facebook page that that abortion is not a political topic and that's just a private decision. Have you lost your ever-loving mind? This is a person, dude. These are absolutely human beings. Put the look at that. Democrat, leave that on there for a while. Let me just yell right over it. You can rotate them, but if you want. But the thing is, Democrats believe it is fine. The mask peddlers believe that it's fine to kill that person. Understand it. Live in logic. Be delivered by revelatory knowledge. The Democratic Party thinks that it is perfectly fine. They don't even call that person a person. They think it's fine to kill that person. You're like, Tom, this isn't about abortion right now. Bull crap that it's not. The same people that are pushing the baby butchering agenda are the same people that are wearing masks. Please understand that. Get that through your mind. Here they are. These are the people. And you're following these people. They will butcher that child in the womb without thinking twice about it. That ought to make you think twice about strapping on that ridiculous face diaper. Come on, grow a brain. Like and share this video. I know it's going to tick off all your, your Democrat friends. Good. Good. Come on, hit it right now. Like and share. Like and share. Come on, get this out. Reparations in this. I mean, how are you going to pay for reparations as the city of Providence? A bunch of white liberals from Breitbart, a bunch of white liberals in Minneapolis, Minnesota neighborhood vowed to stop calling the police. So they, they made a vow. We are no longer going to call the police. And now they have, they have, they've had, they've seen three sexual assaults in their community. Play the, let me put up that picture. Here they are. Defund the police. Defund the police. I'll bet you everybody there has a mask on. I'll bet you right now. Same ideology. If you're dumb enough to wear a mask that can't block anything, then you're dumb enough to believe in defunding the police. Last, this is a little bit lengthy, but stay with me. Last month, the left-wing activists who inhabit Powder, Powder Horn Park, a neighborhood not far from where George Floyd died while in custody of the Minneapolis Police, police Department, decided it was time to stop calling the police over property crimes, even after being carjacked by armed thugs. If you recall, the result was an immediate disaster. Within days, the local park was flooded with homeless people, some 300 of them who turned what had been a nice place for kids to play and to walk the dog into an encampment where no one felt safe any longer to let their kids play or walk their dog. Here's the classic, just benign, worthless statement. I'm not being judgmental, one woman told the far-left New York Times back in June, but she no longer allows her young children to play in the park. Then you are judgmental. If you're, if you're not judgmental, then send out Johnny into the homeless encampment. One Powderhorn resident 
was anguished over her panic call to the police after being carjacked and vowed to never do it again. Been thinking more about it, he, he told the Times. I regret, I regret calling the police. <laughs> yeah, you regret it now. You were fine with calling them when the chips were down. A number of residents, for obvious reasons, said they no longer felt safe. Uh, duh, you have no police. Not even in their own homes. Yeah, nevertheless, they vowed to reject involving the police. Well, that was June. Three weeks have since passed. So this is a little bit old, but not that old. It's, I mean, it's really just from what today, I think. Yeah, it's, it's an article from today. So this, that was three weeks ago. Three weeks have passed and June is now looking like the good old days in good old Powder Park, Powderhorn Park. That homeless encampment has grown from 300 to nearly 600 now. Put up the picture. That place right there, now full, filled full of homeless people. There have also been three sexual assaults, one on June 26th, just two days after the Times article ran, celebrating these anti-cop residents, and two more June 28th and July 5th. On top of this filthy encampment, which had been a nice family park, now also has 24 portable toilets, 50 trash containers, and three hand-washing statements. The park board has also boosted maintenance, staffing, blah, 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 even the far-left Minnesota Star Tribune has, for, has been forced to describe the situation as a powder keg. <laughs> That's what you get when you defund the police. Somebody that we should always, always be keeping on the radar is George Soros. Most of you already know that. George Soros is not just funding the Democratic Party. He's also funding different, smaller aspects of government all throughout the country, funding their campaigns all throughout the country. You've always got to look out for wherever this man has been at. He is the ultimate, just ultimate democratic, just totalitarian, open borders, Stalinist. And just for the record, a Nazi sympathizer. Fact. That happened. George Soros donates $220 million to radical Black Lives Matter groups, including movement to end policing as we know it. Soros has also been buying district attorney races across the country. Perhaps, perhaps this could explain Kim Fox, the Chicago DA. She let Jesse Smouye walk right out without ever charging him. Remember this? Here he goes. Here goes Jesse. Jesse, Jesse Smouye was charged with 17. I know it's Jesse, Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. But I'm going to call him Juicy Smouye. So Smouye was charged with 17 separate misdemeanor and felony counts for allegedly faking. Allegedly. Faking a racially motivated attack on January 26th. Attorney, the state attorney's office dropped all charges against Smouye and records of his case were sealed in a decision made just a month after a grand jury charged Smullett with 16 counts of felony misconduct. And he goes walking out. Smullett, instead of facing trial, will instead forfeit his bond. So he paid $10,000. 16 felony counts. He pays his way out with $16,000. That's all because of Kim Fox, Chicago DA. How about Paul Howard? See, I wonder, does this explain these people? Kim Fox from Chicago, does it? Was Soros involved with her campaign? I don't know. I'll show you one or a couple where he definitely is.
Paul Howard, the Fulton County DA, the one who put Garrett Rolfe now on trial for his life, for shooting somebody who aimed his taser at his face with felony murder. Paul Howard, and, and, and not only that, but Paul Howard called, not a month before this, Paul Howard called using a taser deadly force. And then when a cop uses deadly force to prevent deadly force from being used against him, he's on char- He's on, he's on trial for his life for felony murder. Maybe I could explain that for Paul Howard, where, who paid for his campaign. He's up for re-election right now. I wonder if Georgie's behind that. I don't know, but it's a, it's a little bit weird. All of these people, Kim Gardner, St. Louis. Now here for sure, Kim Gardner, We'll play her video in a second. She, her, her funding for her last race where she won the district attorney's race in St. Louis. She was fun. 70% of her campaign was funded by who? George Soros. Got that next video ready for me? All right, play that. All right, so that's what happened, right? So now go up to 545 on that same video, guys. Homeowners who try to protect themselves from violence are the real terrorists now, and they must be punished. Increasingly, they are punished. Listen to the local political hack slash prosecutor in St. Louis threaten to hurt the McCloskeys for daring to defend themselves. I am disturbed by the events that occurred over this weekend where there were peaceful protesters who were met with guns and a violent assault. Since learning of these events over this weekend, I've worked with the public and the police to investigate these tragic events. I will use every extent of Missouri law to hold individuals accountable. All right, everybody hear that? So you have Kim Gardner, who, her, whose campaign was 70% funded by George Soros. Who's she charging in this? Can you go back? Guys, to that the video, the first video where he shows all the calamity in the front in their yard with the guy with the guy with the gun. Yeah, just give do the best you can. There you go. Just want you to see it. So who is being charged in this incident? Who's being charged in this incident? Those two. They had a search warrant, you can bring it back to me. They had a search warrant executed on their house. And you just heard what the district attorney said that these people took action against peaceful protesters they tore down their gate to their home have you seen the pictures of their gate it looks like an elephant ran through it they tore down the gate to their home and nobody there it is nobody's been that's that's what happened to their home these are peaceful that's district attorney just called the people who did that peaceful protesters and they're charging the people well they're potentially go, she says she's going to use the full extent of law, which makes no sense, but she's going to use the law to its fullest extent, whatever that means to prosecute these people. Oh, there she is. There's Kim Gardner right there to go after the people who are protecting their property. And she has a history of doing these things. What happened to the trespassing? What happened to the vandalism? Can you imagine? There was somewhere in the neighborhood of, of one to 300 people on their front yard who just knocked in their gate, in their gated community. What would you do? And then the district attorney, who's 70% Soros funded, goes after these people? 
Think about this. Think about what is going on in their in, in this country right now. Think about it. 70% funded by George Soros. You get a fair shake. I'm telling you right now, if you live in St. Louis, get the heck out of Dodge. Now, you can't get a fair shake there. What if you had to, what if somebody broke into your home and Kim Gardner is the district that you fall under and you shot and killed the invader into your home? You think you're going to get a fair shake from that woman right there? She's a Soros bought and paid for hack. Here's another one. Keisha Bottoms, the mayor of Atlanta. She is a Soros hack. She speaks for the Open Society Foundation on a regular basis. She and Soros are as one. This is the Atlanta mayor who has Garrett Rolfe fighting for his very life, for doing a perfect encounter, for conducting a perfect encounter with a citizen. Yes, that citizen died. Yes, that citizen should have died. You shot at a cop to his face with a taser after you beat him and ran away. Get this. You always got to look at where, what the sources of information are coming from, where they're coming from. Holy moly, it's already nine o'clock. <laughs> this guy, I don't know if how many of you saw this picture of Ted Cruz. Now, remember what I tell you, leave it up there. You can leave it up there while I'm yapping here. Remember what I always tell you. It's all the same people. Mask mandate people, Antifa, the same. Mask mandate people and mask people that are just okay with masks and Antifa and Black Lives Matter and wrong response to Corona, all the same mentality. So you got somebody snaps a photo of, of Ted Cruz and they put out on social media. He wasn't wearing a mask. He wasn't wearing a mask. He wasn't wearing a mask. Well, here's the guy that put it out. Say, see, if you're a masked person, these are the people you're buddies with. No, I'm not. I'm voting for Trump. You're buddies with these people. That's the guy that put out the picture of Ted Cruz all over social media. Put his picture back up again for me, would you? There he is. Pete, Pete supporters for Biden. He put out, I am honored. Remember what I told you? All, it's all the same. I am honored to be listed in this year's top 40 LGBTQ leaders under 40 by Business Equality Pride magazine. That's the guy. So if that's your mindset, then strap the mask on. It's all the same. It's flowing from the same river of hell. But don't worry, from the Daily Mail, British experts now say, turn off your air conditioning to reduce the risk of spreading corona. So here in Florida, oh, you better turn it off. I'm kidding. Don't turn your AC off. You see the same stupidity flows all over the place. From the Gateway Pundit from yesterday in the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department has released images of people believed to have been involved or have or who may have witnessed the murder of Jessica Dottie Whitaker, the young mother killed for saying, here we go, all lives matter. Oh my word, the sky is falling. She said all lives matter. Get this one. Remember, these are all your mask wearing buddies. You're like, Tom, you're making too big a deal. No, I'm not. It's all the same socialist mentality. I can't believe any Republican I know would strap on a face diaper. 
All Lives Matter got her killed. And that's who's left over. These are real lives. And by the way, just for the record, all lives do matter. From Byron York, he tweeted out this. The National Museum of African American History and Culture wants to make you aware of certain signs of whiteness. Individualism, hard work, objectivity, the nuclear family, progress, respect for authority, and delayed gratification. Let's read this together, shall we? For, for all my white viewers, this is, this is for you now. Aspects and assumptions of white culture in the United States. Rugged individualism, that has to be gone. You have to deny that. Family structure, the nuclear family, father, mother, 2.3 children, husband is the breadwinner, wife is the homemaker, children should have own rooms. Be into, what does that even mean? How's that white? Oh, that's a white thing? Children have their own rooms? The nuclear family is a white thing? Look at emphasis on scientific method. That's part of white culture. Objective, rational, linear thinking is white cause and effect relationships are white quantitative emphasis is white history based on northern european immigrants heavy focus on british empire the the primacy of western greek roman and judeo-christian tradition that has to go to protestant work ethic hard work is the key to success that's part of your whiteness back to me do you see what's going on Think about if you were diverse. Here's another one. I, I brought this out because I didn't get to it last week. This is from a hospital in Greensboro, North Carolina. They put out the same stuff. 16 bridge building tips for white people. Can you imagine that? What if you flip that? 16 bridge building tips for Hispanic people. 16 bridge building tips for Asian people. 16 bridge building st tep steps for African American people. What would happen? Boy, Black Lives Matter be on your doorstep. Here's some of the stuff they put out. Don't expect people of color to be your only source. Number one, they put out 16 things. To be your only source of education about race. Don't take up the too, the too much metaphorical space. In the, don't take up too much metaphorical space in the conversation. Don't white-splain. Can you imagine this? This is sent out to all employees of a Greensville Greensville, North Carolina hospital. Don't white splain. Don't make the conversation about you. Don't equate impact with intent. What on earth does that even mean? I guess I don't understand because I'm not well-versed in white splaining. Don't explain away a person of color, color's experience of oppression. If what you are about to say starts with not all men, not all white people, not all evangelicals, not all police officers, don't say it. Don't demand proof of a person, person's of color's li lived experience or try to counter their narrative with the experience of another person of color. So you can't say one person has this experience and then you have LeBron James. You're not allowed to do that. That's white explaining. Don't believe in the classic trope that behavior modification, get this, behavior trope, that behavior modification on the part of a person of color would eliminate racism. In other words, don't blame the victim. Do not chastise people of color or dismiss their message because they express their grief, fear, or anger in ways you deem inappropriate. Oh, so if they, if they burn down an auto zone, you're good. 
Sorry, I, oh, I'm white splaining again. So it's crazy. Don't attempt to equate your experiences visiting or serving or living overseas with the experience of a person of color in America. Don't underestimate the impact of your words. Don't forget racism is our problem. Don't get defensive when you are called out for any of the above and don't give up. That is all your 16 bridge building tips for white people. These are being, this was this type of thing was put out in the military. It was just put out in that museum. It was put out right here in this Greensville, North Carolina hospital. Whiteness explained. Listen, folks, our country is in trouble and you're going to have to make decisions. I'll finish right here. You're going to have to make decisions. It's time for radical action. I am not at all in any way, shape, or form calling for violence. I'm not even calling for you to go and make a scene at a Walmart because you're not going to wear a mask. Don't do it. It's pointless. Don't do it. I'm just telling you this, that if at all possible, I'm not going into Walmart. If I'm never going to wear one in public, remember there's private property and public property. It is against my constitutional rights to make me wear a mask. I'm not wearing one. I'm not getting a vaccine. I have never closed my church. I will never close this church. We will never social distance. I will never put out a canister of alcohol gel. I will never require people to register to, for a service here. Never. I've never locked it down. I will never do it ever. I will never wear a mask on public property ever. And chances are I'll never wear a mask period. We have to take those stands. A lot of you are going to have to leave your churches. The person who's running your church is a reopening safely coward or the church is still closed. If your church has any of these characteristics, if they use the word, we're going to safely reopen, get out. If they say you have to social distance, get out. If they have a touch-free service, get the heck out. Well, that means I may have to move away. It's radical. These things, we've never seen them before. Never. All of these things, we're having people put out 16 bridge building tips for white people. This stuff has never happened before. We've never had governments mandating mask wearing ever. You can't buy, sell, or trade without the mark of the beast. It's the precursor. Not me. Not ever in Jesus name. That's the truth. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for tonight. We thank you that we're able to come together. And Lord, I pray over every single Christian, every single conservative, every single Republican, every single American that's watching this. That for those Lord that need to grow in courage, I ask you to strengthen them in courage, strengthen us to turn to the Bible for those that are watching that are not saved. I pray over them right now and I ask you to stir them towards the cross, stir them towards a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, which comes through faith in him and repentance of sin. Stir those who are lost to that place. And Lord, for our leadership in this country, from President Trump all the way down to the lowliest county commissioner, I pray God that you would stir them towards the Christian principles found in the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. Lord, we pray these things, bring back this country, revive the church. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal, heal their land. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. we pray that over our country. 
and we do this ourselves in Jesus mighty name. Everybody said amen and amen. Listen, all you guys still on over 130 something people still on. I love you guys. You hung with me for almost two hours. I love you guys. I really do. I really appreciate you watching me all the, I know that it's, they're long shows, but I love you guys. I really do. I'm hard on you, but I love you. And that's what we need in these times. Amen. God bless you. Have a great Thursday night.